Please open your Bible, and after which I will request Pastor to um, to come over and take the sermon. Saving from Ephesians 6, 1 to, 1 to 4. Children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment of the promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. children have just gone for their Sunday school. But I know every word that proceeds from the mouth of God are so precious and it is for everyone. Irrespective of what age group you belong. Shall we look to God in prayer? Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you Lord for your precious commandments. They come with packaged with promises and blessings. How blessed, how privileged we are to have you as Father and to be Lord in the family of God as your beloved children. Now as we focus our attention on this fifth commandment, edify, encourage and also inspire us that Lord we be the Parents honoring children, parents honoring even parents, and also Lord be blessed by.
by the ministry of your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, have you ever wondered how many number of commandments in Old Testament? Because they are packed with lots of commandments. So I googled, I found out something like 613. And then as I proceeded to look at this specific fifth commandment, then I was wondering why Lord in the order of all the ten commandments or his ten uh, special words, decalogue, he placed this right at the middle of all the ten commandments. And then looking back on the last four commandments and all the sermons, I was even wondering whether they have any attachment with the blessings, promises, yes. If you have looked at the other commandments, everything comes packaged with promises and blessing. But this when I read from Ephesians chapter 6 that, uh, that was read out to you, why then Paul says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise. Lord has a very special way of finally signing. Signing to exit whatever he says. If you obey my commandment, I will bless you. The promises of Bible are plenty. There are so many, some, uh, even the count will go beyond 7,000. But every promise comes with Lord's signature. If you keep my laws, my decrees, my statutes, or my commandments, then I will bless you. So, the promises in the word of God always comes with a command, a commandment. And therefore, as we look at the fifth commandment, this also comes with the blessing package right inside. As you have pondered on even other commandments, they too indicate by following them, by keeping them, there are blessings. Even if you look at the way you keep Sabbath, there is a package rest in that. And even if you look at taking the name of the Lord, it is also blessed with uh, for generations. And therefore, looking at the position of this commandment, place sandwiched in between the first four commandments which talked about loving God or honoring God and then looking at the fifth to the tenth which is to more to do with society or community with people, loving people I thought I will take up this topic or rather I will title this fifth commandment family can do it for blessing. These fights are very common scenario in Delhi. 
when the Jal Board, Delhi Jal Board, very commonly known, they dig, they rampantly dig everywhere, anywhere. Just now you would have noticed, you know, there have been roads laid and the following week they'll be digging again to place all these pipes. Either to supply you with water or to exit the uh, unwanted or waste water. And then you keep seeing the rigging machines trying to give you gas supply or giving you various other supplies such as even when we had optic fiber that came up, they were trying to rig everywhere, drill everywhere, try to send communication channels. Well, there are a set up group of people made some 500 kilometers tunnels for some other purpose. Here, the family is going to be a pipeline or I would say conduit or a, a, you know, supply line of blessing. Why family? This is what you're talking about children. Children obey your parents. And I'm 100% sure those who are here were once children. Right? Did I honor my father and mother? And therefore, looking within your life, looking into your life, you will know where do you place yourself. Look at your parents whom you have at home or look at your children how they are looking at you and therefore this placement of this particular commandment positioning this commandment shows there could be a special importance God wanted to address yes this is also as I show from the next slide it's a cyclic if you happen to look at the creation order God made man and God can you shift to the next slide God made a woman and made them father and mother and going from this cyclic way of family becoming a conduit of blessing these are the things that we get it in the cycle that we see uh, may not be so visible and uh, but let me put it this way there is a cycle that is going on that is between how we honor parents and then we get a blessing and we get long life and that cycle rotates and therefore in every family there is an order made now I was again looking at various religious Face or um, you know how other nations, how different nations or uh, races follow. Is there any particular religion or some community who say don't follow or don't honor your parents? Hence, we do understand in the natural human history or in our uh, you know the very formation of every family there is a cycle of relationship between father children then as the children move to the next level they become parents then grandparents this is something universal honoring father mother children honor your parents 
they are not simply confined to Jewish religion or to Christianity. It is universal. And it is lifelong. Are they limited to some age group? Are they limited to some uh, section of society? Therefore, I'd like to bring to your attention this commandment. Commandment comes as a positive commandment in the Bible. If you look at other commandments, they say, do not, do not, do not. Here it says, do, do. <coughs> and number one in this first, uh, my part of the uh, sermon and the first part is a call for children. As we move to the second, first slide, the next slide, it is a call for children. What do you mean by call for children? I was listening to a number of uh, uh, other great uh, servants of God coming on this uh, fifth commandment or even referring number of <clears throat> biblical books and you know the commentaries that they are, they are, they are identifying especially uh, brother Rick Warren is identifying three stages one the infant stage how do the infants cooperate at home they are dependent on you having become a grandparent or grandfather with my wife's grandmother we know how the little one from the birth is totally relying on you, dependent on you. There is no other help for the little baby. And therefore, this first stage of being an infant, it has to obey the parents. Irrespective of, you know, what race it belonged or how, what uh, class of uh, family it belonged or how big the parents are or how, you know, the uh, family's uh, welfare is. There is a call for the infant to depend, become dependent on the parents. And therefore, how long? There is a number of years somewhat measured until the baby becomes grown up or to some level of knowing, you know, the, doing the good thing, not the bad thing. And also they, you know, wean down. And so this cycle again is over there. And so this is a God-ordained way of children becoming dependent and honoring the parents. And at the infant stage, maybe till the age of uh, two or three, they kind of have to be obedient for their feeding, for their growth, for their gathering of various do's and don'ts, etc., etc. Then comes the second stage of teenager. And the teenager, there are a number of young people here, I hope that you are crossing teenage or you are becoming more adolescent or young adults, but then look at the teenager class. Have you been the teenager? Yes, you were once. Can you slowly reflect back? How did you react to your parents? You were obedient child, obedient daughter, obedient uh, uh, son. There is that particular stage is a time you will see even psychologically a revolt time, a rebel time, or reactive time. 
or speak back time. When the parents say, son you do it, son you don't do it, we become reactive. Why do they say to me like that? And therefore, there is a call for children at this stage and you know there has to be something we need to understand. Our children, our children have to understand. That's where even from my own life, I have recalled this also. How did I accept my parents? This is a very you know, tough commandment at home. Honor your father and mother. Is it too tough? Is there any other tougher commandment or harder commandment in Bible? For children, that particular stage, we are fed with a lot of information. Or rather, we are exposed to bigger section of society. And we learn number of things from the public or from the streets or from the school or from the academic institute or from the playing area. The time, you know, you hear hard words, abusive words, you pick them up and come. And how many times you have to, as parents mostly here seated, to tell the children, hereafter you are not going to use the word within course. Right? And then, whatever number of time you remind them, caution them, warn them, they come and use the same repetitive, you know, abusive words or strong words which are not supposed to be told in the public. But look at the way, how many times we need to give this instruction. Therefore, the Bible, we are very strongly taught right throughout the generation how educating, instructing children is so important. That's what I picked up from the book of Proverbs. And the book of Proverbs is filled with enough of instruction for all of us to follow. It is not confined to only for children, but for the parents who are seated here. Let me take you to Proverbs chapter 23. And we were reading uh, from 23 and we were reading from uh, verses 22 chapter 23 verse 22 if you have Bible keep it open Proverbs chapter 23 I am reading from verse 22 listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old by the truth and and do not sell it. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and discipline and understanding. The father of righteous man has great joy. He who has a wise son delays in him. May your father and mother be glad. May she who gave you birth rejoice. These instructions are spread out throughout the Bible and Proverbs is packed with all this instruction for the children and also for the parents. Parents, how we bring up our children, how we kind of educate them, train them. And I would also take you to the previous chapter, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Let me not miss out this word. Chapter 22, Proverbs, verse 6. Train a child in the way he should go and when he is old, he will not turn from it. 
Also in the same chapter, verse 15. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it out far from men. So the teenagers are expected of to accept certain wisdom, training, instruction from their parents. We are called to listen to them. We may be reactive as human beings because of the uh, various inputs we receive from the society across the section of people we, uh, the teenagers come across but then as a Christian child, a God-loving child, you know we are to listen to the parents and then we become young adults and what do we do? This is the hardest time. Now, in the recent past, you know, I was with my brother's family and my brother's family and myself need to coordinate a lot, especially in carrying the elderly at home. And even while we were attending the leadership seminar yesterday and I was hearing from our brother Ashok, who was telling how they take care of 90-year-old father and 86-year-old mother who still cooks. And needless to say, I know some of your precious families and your parents are still brisk and uh, brilliantly doing, looking after you as well, as well as themselves. Yes, this is the time as adults are as grown up, we are here to appreciate them. And, uh, you know, while talking to my brother, you know, my mother is slowly getting the dementia. And uh, so, uh, he would have given the breakfast and uh, my mother, the moment she, he looks at brother to collect the plate and go, she would ask for breakfast. And he said, mom, I'm taking the plate just now after you're eating. No, I have not taken breakfast. And he, he jokingly said, Amma, I fold my hands and say, you have just taken breakfast. And mom jovially took I also fold my hands and say I have not taken breakfast. <laughs> How do I handle this situation? That is my mother, uh, brother's cry. Well, you know, this cycle came in to our own parents, to our own, you know, brothers or siblings or with whomever you handle. And every now and then you hear somebody calling out your name from the room. Hey son, hey daughter, can I have that, can I have that? My wife went to attend on my mom and mom was filled with list of instruction. Grace do this. Grace keep it there. Grace keep it there. And she has to say, mom, listen, I know where to keep, how to keep. No, 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 you don't know. Please follow me. So there are situations coming. What shall we do? Do I respond to them or react to them? This is where uh, servants of God are calling us to tell us, appreciate them. It was a hard work. It was a tough work in bringing you and me when we were little, small, small, tiny dogs. And, uh, you know, marveling at uh, little, uh, my granddaughter, we need to inside so much, hold her so gently. And we know we have a lovely little children running back and forth. You know, how careful we need to be that they don't stumble and fall, they don't crash, or they don't, you know, roll down on the stairs. 
Oh my goodness, yes! We take care of them as parents. And now the turn has come that for the grown-up like you and me here to take care of our parents. This is where I started looking at how do we honor parents. Is it just respect and reverence within course? It's over? Or something else? Every society does that. Every children are all the children born all over the world they follow this there is a quantum of our quality respect they give and uh, you know the reverence they give i grew up you know uh, sorry i i was uh, living with my family in a very hardcore typical punjabi sardar families joint families my goodness i learned what do you mean by honoring parents from there and uh, you know the parents come, go straight and touch their feet and bow before them. Or the mother comes, you go bend and touch their feet, receive blessings from them. My goodness, that's the reverence they give. I'm sure you have seen that happening in your school or where you are a teacher, how you revered by your own you know students, and the same with children and parents there is a quantum of reverence and gestures of reverence honor given are they the honor but look at the other way around i was going through number of characters i was looking at abraham the father of all the nations how did he honor the father god who took him out of his own country he was in a land where they were manufacturing idols and he could have honored his father and stayed on continuing his business. But then when he was set apart and God called him and made him as a father of nations, he was assigned a different role. He was honoring his father God, the creator God, Yahweh. And he needed to become obedient to his word. And then I was looking at the lives of such uh, you know, adopted children in Bible. Do you have any adopted children in Bible? Anyone? Huh? Moses, adopted child by his own mother, <laughs> and was become a foster child to the Pharaoh's uh, daughter. Esther, a foster child for to Mordecai, and then anyone else? There's a book on her name, Ruth. Was she an adopted child? Of course, you would call her, oh, that she was a daughter-in-law. But then the mother-in-law, Naomi, said, please, doctor, go away. She said, where your God is my God. Where you live will be my land. And uh, wherever you die, I die. She became an adopted child for Naomi. She no more was her mother-in-law there. Anyone else? You and I are adopted in God's family. Do you know that? Jesus Christ our Lord has adopted you. So, I, why I say this? There may be situation, there are not your own children or your own child born to you or, you know, blood-bought children, uh, the, the, the very, you know, blood relative of your own, but then, 
Every child who comes into the family of God is here by God's order to appreciate. That's a call for children. So honoring God is not simply putting up a good gesture. Honoring, uh, honoring uh, uh, parents is not just putting up certain levels of gestures or uh, doing our duties and also just uh, trying to, uh, you know, call them. It is more than that. And that's where, now I am going to take to the second point, there is a call for parents. Call for parents. The call for parents is, can we move to the next slide? And there you see, we are going to put them in a different position. And this is not only for children, now it is calling you for responsibility as parents who are here. How are we going to do that? And this is John Piper's list which I taken here for reference. Number one, as parents we have a call which is calling you as human being <coughs> made in the image of God. Therefore, it is very natural that as all human beings care our parents, honor our parents. And then number two is a natural relationship. Number three, this is God-ordained authority. I want to come on this. Come on this, the same list which is not so clear, but let me say the third one is the God-ordained authority. Looking at the position of all the Ten Commandments, God positioned himself at the helm of the society, the nation building, thank you. And then immediately he is shifting the focus, God is bringing the focus to the children and parents. And to the children and parents, here God is showing the authority of parents in a family that can flow the blessings. This is God's order. This is not a man-made order. And if you look at in all the creation order, from the beginning till the end, there runs the position of people in authority. It may be right in your office, it could be your home, it could be in a country, whether it's India or America or Pakistan, there is a position order, position order of authority. Thank you. You know how pollution is affecting Delhiites? So, <clears throat> the order of authority comes in our family. The moment children, you, or our children, or we as parents together, take it up, there is a blessing attached to that. And therefore, the uh, fourth point, because of their work of their work, work of their work, all of us know, I know for myself, what the amount of work my parents have done upon me. I was brought up, educated in a good Christian atmosphere, but on the other side, on the bad side, I was a guy who was deviating like the prodigal son, going away, going far off, 
into my own doing my whims and fancies or wishes. But then I remember right now how my father worked so hard to educate me even at the times of flaws. He was not giving up on me. Without his knowledge I was indulging in all kinds of bad habits but he guessed somewhere and he will come exactly on that point. I even wonder had somebody told my father about my bad behavior but that wasn't until because I went and told him I was involved in all notorious mischievous things and then he was even surprised how did nobody came and told me about you. So the point was at times they take such an amount of hard work the kind of amount of money wasted on me at times I only know how much money they wasted why because I didn't bring productive results based on their way of spending upon me so remember the work of their work is important for us and looking at how God is investing upon us upon his children and how much am I honoring this God as a father as my parent and then going on the uh, other point is because of their weakness because of their weakness this is the sixth point now as the elderly they become elderly and elderly they are becoming children I have to repeatedly tell myself and my wife or when we were keeping my mother at home I have to tell even my children my mother is a child here my mother is a child here I need to tell my brother please come on boys listen 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 mom has become a child yeah yeah we do understand but then come on mom cannot be doing like this yes they are now going through their sickness or weakness and uh, seventhly, we have to do it freely without any reason. Do we do that? Yes. That's where the honor comes. The Lord is talking about carrying the elderly throughout Bible. Even God himself is attending on the elderly. So, we have brilliant examples right inside our church right inside our congregation it's an expensive thing and if I ask you to come and testify I'm sure all of you children will stand up how you carry your parents how you are carrying your parents how it is an enormous task Himalayan task we are praying for a number of our elderly sisters in our family in the SED family it is a challenging job, but I salute you, dear brothers and sisters who take care of such elderly because it has to be done freely without any reason. And lastly, the third point, I conclude with that. Once you go there, there is a flow of blessing. This is a call. Okay, I just keep the previous one. There is a call for family. That's the first school, I call it, call for family. That's a place of teaching and there is a place of uh, instruction and there is a place to give the acceptance. And then once we have this, 
the flow of blessing comes in. What does it, that's what uh, my theme is. There is a flow of blessing, conduit of blessing. The last slide will be how we are going to live long. Many of you will be wondering, just honoring parents will give me eight years of life and uh, my lifetime, lifespan will be enlarged. What, do, what does the Bible talk about? You know, my mother is now 88. My father passed away at the age of 74. I know how my father honored his father. My father was working as a male nurse in Aramco, earning good money. Aramco is the biggest company in Arab countries. Okay. And working there, my grandfather called him, I don't need your money. I need you. Because at that point of time, my grandpa knew my father is not in the Lord and that's what my dad also told me. So he needed to be brought back to India. And he happily came. That's the point of meeting my father meeting the Lord, coming into the salvation, although he knew the Lord, he got the assurance of salvation. He used his yearning to do another level of studies and he went on, God blessed him. But my dad used to tell me, Michael, that day I honored my father. That day I honored my father. And he waited and waited to see he became a vice principal of a college in Manipur, Churachanpur, Silmet. He was vice principal for five years. That was the opening of mission in his life. And then that's where he realized honoring God, God will honor you. God honoring parents, you will be honored. And that point when my father had a very uh, you know, uh, a sudden death of uh, with a heart attack. Even I was wondering why he didn't have a long life. My mother has a long life. To be very frank with you, I am uh, one among the seven children who are living. Uh, of course, my sister passed away uh, two years back. But my mother says, Michael, before you there was one more baby born, died after a few days. After your sister, there was a boy again born who also died after a few days. I don't know why. So my mother gave birth to nine children and she lives long. And I know how uh, my mother also honored my, her parents. The point is, the Lord is blessing his children for honoring their parents, giving them satisfied life. More than the length of life, number of years they live, they live happily in Christ Jesus. There was satisfaction, fullness, fulfillment. My parents rejoice because all seven children who live are, have put in the mission, saving the Lord and their children in turn serving the Lord. How will you testify for that? Are you ready to take to that level of flowing the blessing through your life? And that's a prosperity. Prosperity not in terms of how much I hold as my property, how much bank accounts I have. So, conduit of blessing comes through family. This prosperity in terms of how you inherit God's blessing in your life. How you live happily in your life. 
If I leave you for a time of testimony, right here, parents can stand up, jump and say, yes, we grew up like those children that you, dis, you know, described. And we brought up our children in the same way, Pastor Michael, you have just narrated to us how blessed we are. So now, what is the application? If you are almost doing all these things in our life. Well, I will take you to this application. When God takes his place and when we keep him at the helm of our life, God gives first place for you. God gives first place for you. He honors you. That's a long life. The long life, we live for eternity. We live for prosperity. And when we give our love to the Lord, the Lord lavishes His love as a father. So, how do I rever my parents? How do I set my father and mother both together? He didn't seclude fathers. Okay, they are special status. And mom has a different status. No. The application comes right inside our family of honoring both of them. But the Lord also blesses our children like weaponry. As I conclude, I like to turn your attention to this Psalm 127. Psalm 127, this is a very popular verse and we recite in many times or we memorize 1, 2, 7, verse 3 and 4. Sons are heritage from the Lord, children a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. You are a arrows, weaponry for protection, defense. Are our children not brought up in this way? Is there an upbringing for them? And are we training and equipping our children in this manner? Many a times I come across parents coming and asking, how to bring up children, how to train them, how to make them spiritually nurtured and grow up. Look at our own life at home, the family prayer, how we infect them. As I was reading some books, you know, one author is saying, this is determined. Either you are in heaven or hell. There cannot be any mid-path. And how we lead them to follow the life-giving life way. Are we leading them to eternal life? Rest everything or temporary? Or rather leading to somewhere else? There is only two paths. There are only two paths. How are we leading our children to eternity? And, uh, you know, training children on sports, music, or drama, or in any other development of their talents and their uh, capacity building, or their training in their academics, they all amount to bringing them up in the society to push them to the maximum possible so that they will be highly earning. How much I worked hard for my son, for my daughter to be part of God's kingdom. I'm challenging right here. 
as a parent who had also trained my children. Am I pushing them to serve the Lord? How much you have taken time to train your children in doing things in the church, doing things for the kingdom of God, doing things in the very mission field. How many times you took an attempted effort to take your child to expose them in another field of ministry apart from STC? Or how much you have involved them in ministering together? I am proud of many of the parents who are seated here. You have taken that. But now I am addressing many of the youngsters who are here. Brothers and sisters, it's high time because we are in the peer pressured world. Steam is building up to push your child to the other level. But don't forget, there is a warning right here. The warning is found in very Paul who writes, wrote to 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boastful. Proud. Abusive. Disobedient to their parents. This is commonly seen. The present day children, they react so fast because they are capable of all the advanced communication skills, art systems, computers, and uh, you know, whatnot, information. They have more than. You and I also have. Even my son has more knowledge of so many things which I, even I only taught him and he became much advanced than me. So how do we see this happening? The children are going to become more disobedient in the last days. Are we taking caution? If I give you a homework to go and read from the Old Testament, what do we done for the disobedient child? A child which is a rebel in the Jewish family. I don't I can't even say that what to be done to them reading from the scripture. Why that seriously God dealt with his own family he created. So look at Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. How they brought up their families, how they inculcated the very teachings, how they had beautiful, obedient children, which made them to serve the Lord in the higher level. So may our children honor the Lord and become our family become a conduit of blessing in the society. Shall we submit ourselves as parents, children,